Hi, everybody. This is David Garofalo. And Mr. Jonathan. And we do this show, The Cigar Authority, each and every week, and we do it live. In a cigar shop. Because we have to smoke cigars. We actually light up every single time. Well, this week, we're not doing it live. This is a taping because I'm actually at the IPCPR, that's the International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Trade Show in Orlando, Florida. And we can't do the show live. And we actually can't do it at the trade show because somebody else is doing their show at the trade show. So we can't be the ones doing it. So we had to tape the show. And this is the show we taped because we did something for the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. Another organization, just of cigar retailers in the state of New Hampshire, that get together and they keep the taxes low for cigar shops. That's it's actually what they do. non-existent in the state of New Hampshire. And that's, are, not, and that's not by accident. There is no tax. That's because of hard work that these cigar retailers do in the state of New Hampshire. And I'll tell you, every state needs to do this. They need their own organization because it doesn't happen by accident. It happens from a lot of hard work that goes into keeping taxes low, fighting. What, what happens is... They, they wait until the wee hours of the morning, the legislators, and they write little fine print. They may be passing a law about roads, and then somewhere in the fine print they say, and we're going to triple the tax or, or put a, a million-dollar tax on cigars. And the lobbyist's job is to read all that fine print so that nothing sneaks through. Is that correct? That's right. And lobbyist is the, is the correct word because most states don't have their own lobbyists looking after that for them. So in most cases, lobbyists, well, I've always considered lobbyists to be a bad thing uh, because they're lobbying for things that would not be American and the things that we don't want. In this case, it's something that we absolutely do want. We want to keep taxes out of the great state of New Hampshire. They want, we have a lobbyist so that we can see anything that happens hidden away in, that, in the dark wee hours of the night like you explained. So we have to pay lobbyists to do this. This is tens of thousands of dollars. Well, because they don't keep regular hours. I mean, they're actually monitoring the legislative branch of our, of our state government. They're monitoring their every move so that there's no way they can sneak something in on us. So our association here in New Hampshire, we needed to raise money. And we thought, how can we raise money and have a good time doing it and make it a win-win situation for everybody? We asked the manufacturers if they wanted to participate in this with us. So we got 18 holes. We have 18 different manufacturers. Actually, we asked 20 manufacturers, and all 20 said yes. So we have one on the 19th hole, and we have one on the putting green. And you'll hear that, and we're going to interview with every single one of them. This is actually a really good show because everybody... All these manufacturers participated and helped us out, helped for a good cause, helped you, the cigar smoker. Nesta Miranda himself came flew down. in, flew came, in to be came there. to the event. So we'll have interviews with him and everybody else and all the great manufacturers that did it, the great retailers that all get together, despite being in competition with each other, all getting together for the same cause and the, re- the consumer themselves, 144 consumers that bought tickets, participated in a great, beautiful day of golfing and fun and smoking cigars. Right at the Amherst Country Club. Uh, and we actually were privileged because uh, we did the show outside in a tent and we were allowed to smoke, which is the only, that's our caveat. We've got to be able to smoke. And so they gave us a nice spot outside in the shade and said, have at it, smoke as much as you like. It was awesome. And not only did we do that, we taped some of the show um, there, and then we got on the golf carts and, and uh, had, a little, had and I, a little fun. I had to apologize to uh, several people at the Amherst Country <laughs> Club because I misunderstood the uh, conduct, the code of conduct for golfers, and I misunderstood some of the apparatus 
uh, that are on the course, which you'll hear in the show. Uh, did a couple of under uncomfortable conversations with security. So let's have with it. Let's start the show. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Harry. Go. The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about. Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. I gotta see some serious. Awesome. With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? And we are live here from Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. This is the CNAH, C-A-N-H, Cigar <laughs> Association of New Hampshire. That it is. Um, it is a group of retailers here in New Hampshire that, you know, I... I um, I didn't pay attention to civics class. I really should have because I didn't realize that the cigar industry, uh, tobacco, was so le- uh, about legislation and what's going on. And uh, it got so bad that uh, a group of retailers in New Hampshire had to get together some 10 years ago and form an organization to control uh, what we can legally do in our state, never mind in our, in our country. And uh, we're just trying to protect our rights here in New Hampshire. So we got all the retailers together years ago, formed the Cigar Association of of New Hampshire. It's a great bunch of retailers here with us um, uh, today for this fundraiser for the Cigar Association in New Hampshire is uh, Eric Kilbane from Castro Cigars. He has three three shops in New Hampshire. Uh, Kurt Kendall, he has Twin Smoke Shop. He has three shops here in uh, New Hampshire. We have uh, Rick Gadway from Top Shelf and Federal Cigar in New Hampshire. I believe he has maybe four four shops. Uh, I'm from Two Guys Smoke Shop. We have three shops. I'm also from Two Guys That's Smoke right. Shop. That's right. That's right. How's it going this week, by the way? <laughs> We've got stories to tell. It's good. And uh, Tobacco Haven, Joe Correa is uh, here also. Uh, and we represent the 27 stores that are here in New Hampshire. Not everybody's a member of the group. I wish they would be. If, if you're a retailer in New Hampshire, you're not part of a group. Uh, you're not actually helping out, you know. Uh, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. So I ask you to uh, please uh, join your uh, local New Hampshire Retail Association. And if you're out there listening anywhere across the United States and you're not part of um, your retail organization, please do so. Again, you're part of the problem if you don't uh, help out Absolutely. in uh, form. And, you know, it's not by accident that New Hampshire is a non-tax state. Uh, it's because of the work from all these retailers getting together and fighting and, and trying to control that. Uh, with that, it costs a lot of money. Um, we have a um, lobbyist in the state that uh, uh, is paid by this group uh, year-round. Uh, to uh, watch what's going on overnight in the middle of the night and stuff. Uh, I'm sure some that of these the, things. I'm sure that the lobbyist is up at all hours of the night. Watching. Well, they're a team. It's not one person. It's a whole right. team of people, and they let us know what's going on because some of these bills are tries to be passed uh, in the midnight hour. You know, you heard the song in the midnight hour. That's what it's about. Wilson Pickett. There it is. I'm so, going to wait till the midnight hour. So uh, that's right. I graced everyone with my velvet pipes right there. There it is. There it is. No cricket sounds here. <laughs> um, That's because his iPhone's being used for something else. Right. So you don't have to worry. You can I tell can tell all the <laughs> boring stories I want. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, we've done a few things over the years. We had a um, 
automobile race one year, the Segal 100, and it was actually a, a race car um, thing, 100 laps. And um, we did a pizza party one year. And this is the first year we're doing a golf tournament, and it's a beautiful day here. Today is actually June 1st. I know we're taping the show, but today is June 1st, 2012, and this is the first, hopefully first, annual Cigar Association of New Hampshire's golf tournament. Uh, we have 144 golfers, uh, all the stores that participated in it, and uh, along with their, I don't know what the ticket price was, with buck and a quarter, maybe buck It was 129 Yeah. Yeah? Uh, with that ticket price comes 21 cigars. Now, I know there's only 18 holes, but I, 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 another... Um, Thank you, big thank you to the manufacturers who help us retailers. Every single one you asked stepped up. You know, you figure we're looking for 18 holes. Let's ask 21 companies. We asked 21 companies. 21 companies said yeah. So um, the, the the players all get 21 cigars for the for their money, along with a nice round of golf, um, big raffle. Look at the raffle prizes that are here. Awesome. Tons of stuff. Uh, dinner after. Uh, I don't know what they're going to serve or anything like that, but uh, I should know that answer, but I don't. Uh, it's going to be a great time. The weather's beautiful. It's about 70 degrees right now. It is, um, what time is it, like 9 a.m.? Not even. Yeah, it's we're like supposed to start at 8, so yeah, it's 8.30. So it's 830. <laughs> it's 8.30 uh, on, on the tape show that, that we're here. Uh, but beautiful. Looks like a beautiful day here, and um, it looks like everybody's happy. They're going to get lots of cigars at each hole. All the different manufacturers are here. Uh, this is Amherst, New Hampshire, uh, and the um, there's even prizes for the, the People that win the foursome that wins the best uh, four hundred dollar prize along with the trophy for the winner. Second prize is two hundred dollars. Third prize is one hundred twenty dollars per player in that foursome. Uh, there's a prize for the uh, longest drive, uh, closest to the pin. Uh, oh, the food is uh, ribs and chicken. There we go. Ribs and chicken. I have all the information here. So uh, we're going to try. Um, we're going to do the show through, and then we're going to actually go around and uh, drive to each hole because the manufacturers are at each hole and try to get some interviews out. with them. We could try to get thrown out. I'm, I like doing donuts in the golf cart. We can do we see that. a good sand trap? Can we try to jump it? Hey, there's alcohol here. You never know what, what can happen. That's true. You never know. You never know. So uh, do you want to say some hellos? To yeah, the why don't we say hello to WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution, Boston. We'll say hello to WGHM 900, the game in Nashua, New Hampshire. WARL 1320, positive energy in Providence, Rhode Island. WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Also, the Cigar Station replaying our show from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1 day and night on Sundays at thecigarstation.com. We have our video stream, which actually, this show, there is no video stream because... We're going to be breaking this thing up into many different segments so the the video side doesn't work. But on a typical show, you can watch what we have going on on thecigarauthority.com, but available for your downloading convenience. And by the time this show is playing on the new cigarauthority.com, you can grab uh, the podcasts. Uh, you can also get them at iTunes. I got a chance to see the new pre-released Cigar Authority website, and it's awesome. Really? It's awesome. All right. Okay, I was very nervous about that. Uh, so we're lighting up our first cigar of the day. This is uh, what everybody is receiving when they come in and sign up. This is the uh, La Libertad. This is by the Villiga folks, La Libertad, and uh, the representative, Todd Cumes. The reason why this is up here right now is Todd has not shown up yet. He is late for the date. It's almost like we're 
and this golf is, broadcasters right now, and we're, but we're talking yeah. about the people that are late. Well, the thing is, because he's late, we're passing out his cigar right away. We don't actually have to whisper. He's not here. He can't hear us. He may be listening to the, to the broadcast later on. Oh, all right. And, so, and, and, Todd, if you're listening, we're whispering <laughs> so you can't hear us. And what happens is he's going to show up in a little while, and, and we'll be on the air, and he'll show up to, to jump in late because he was supposed to be here by 7 a.m., and it's about 8.30 or so now. So he's going to show up and say, okay, what do you want me to do? I'm running a little late. You're all done. You can go home because this is, as the people are entering, and yeah. it's not even at a hole. So done. You know who I saw at uh, quarter of 7 when I was here? Because I was supposed to be here at 7, so I was here at quarter of 7. You were late. Um, Roy Kirby, oh. right and early. He's an early guy. He must have worked for me at one time. He must have. <laughs> <laughs> I have changed their life. I've changed people's life. I've turned them into show up on time for things. Do you notice? I was never not a show up for t- on time for things kind of person. I've always been an well, early good. person. That's why you got the gig without even working for me. You already, <laughs> already knew, knew what was going on. Ed, your problem. <laughs> okay. It's good. He had that confused look in his face. He gets that a lot, actually. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they're passing out the first cigar as as the Villiga La Latibidad. Now, this is a shotgun start. Chuck, you know about uh, how this thing works? Not at all. Is it really a shotgun start? Yeah, they shoot a shotgun. Boom. And then everybody goes because they're all far away. Wow. I'm not kidding. So they all no go joke. out to the hole. They wait for the gunshot and go. Uh, that might not be true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, this someone's going to fire a, a weapon into the air. What about the bullet coming back down? I get this is New Hampshire and and gun shooting is cool, but it's not cool to fire a bullet up. This tent's not going to catch a bullet. Shotgun start, man. What, what's the problem? What is the problem? A bullet. A bullet could possibly be dropping out of the sky. Any moment now. Not till after they shoot it. Right. So it's not like we can hide under anything. We're under a tent for crying out loud. Matches. Yeah, it's chilly under the tent here. My lighter is not working right. It's got a full tank and everything. Really? Matches always work. Uh, Yeah, we're outdoors. We're smoking cigars. The Cigar Authority has a radio show. Uh, What I believe is the first and only radio show. That has a floor as an ashtray. <laughs> but that, that, that smokes every single week on the show. We actually do smoke every week. And I believe you are correct that we are the only one. So the idea is to do the show where you're allowed to smoke. So sometimes it's outdoors. Sometimes it's in a cigar shop. But it's got to be where we can smoke cigars because how do you talk about the cigar you're smoking if you're really not smoking it? You'd be making it up. You'd be you telling stories. You'd be telling stories. So I have a story. Okay. I'm uh, new in retail. Yeah. Well, really not new. I was in it 15 years ago, but what can you possibly remember? It would be like you trying to remember how to set up a rig, DJing. I can do it. Well, you were confused about yeah, the yeah, length right. of cables earlier. You know, I I'd... wasn't confused. I was confused why you said we couldn't slide this over one extra foot. I wasn't saying that. I said instead of moving all of the equipment over one foot, we could just move the backdrop that's movable one foot over. We could move the world one foot. You're like Jackie Gleason yeah. in the toy. Yeah. You sit down and you slide the table over to you. You do the most ridiculous nice. things. I was just trying to save you time. Yeah. yeah, we can move everything here. We can move the tent over. We could do all that or just move the backdrop. Okay. But right. anyway, Whatever. so I set up my first display and as an experiment because I've never seen it done before. And I'm trying to 
do things new and different. So I added, for the first time I've ever seen it, humidors into a display at, saw the, at the store. I saw it. Sold a humidor. I was thinking, you know, if the whole company jumped on board or if every cigar shop did that, added a humidor into the display, over the course of the year you might sell 10 extra humidors. I did not expect to sell one yesterday. The key to retail, one of the, let's say, uh, point number one, show it and sell it, right? Show it. That's the key. You know, we have this, and if you walk into a store and you say, do you have humidors? Yes, we do. They're hidden back here. But if you actually put them out there and the people see them, most likely you're going to sell more that they can see them. Yes. So you put it out there at the display where everybody was going to go to anyway, and the guy says, oh, I'll take one of those humidors too. There's a good shot of that happening, actually. It, it, don't be surprised because there's a good possibility that would happen. The impossibility would be to not have the humidor there and somebody say to you, I'll have a humidor. It's probably not going to happen. I would agree with you yeah. there, actually. That's a very so good point. So it's so logical. So you're actually at – you're even now. You're one for one yeah. because moving everything and not the display, no, bad. The, the key to that was – you said we can't do it, and I said, well, get longer cables, do whatever we got to do, because the answer of can't is not acceptable also. <laughs> I the answer under- is yes, we can do it. I that un- was the point. I understand that. that I know we can move the thing afoot. We could. We could do anything that we want with no, cables. No, but that's not what you said. You said we can't move that because the cord is only so long. You know and I said we got to get a longer if cord. We no, put, we can move the backdrop one if foot. If we wanted I to put Chuck that. over there, if we wanted to put Chuck over there, we could put him over there right now. I have a wireless rig in the car, and I could set him up, and we could run well, it wirelessly. Beautiful. Or I want the possibility to be able to do or that. Or we could. Chuck, what are you doing tomorrow? Just have Chuck it. right You're there. You're doing the sound. Tonight, today. Oh, today. Yeah. You're doing the song for... Kid Rock. Kid Rock, who happens to be a customer, by the way, if I, if I may do so braggingly, that uh, he buys cigars from us he every least, few weeks. At least he was, because I'm pretty sure he listens to the show, too, and now he'll be like, oh, he yep, mentioned he it. Me now, older. How do you know it's Kid Rock? Does he use the name Kid Rock in his order form? No. You just know his real name? Yeah, we know. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on it for a long time. He's a real cigar smoker. He smokes the uh, Toro Fuente short story. Along with whatever you want to sell him. Right. Because he'll buy whatever he From tells Detroit, him. right? Is he in Detroit? Detroit? Uh, we, yeah, we sent him to Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan. Well, uh, but I anyway, you're doing, the, you're doing the sound for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and most likely, I got to imagine that your wiring to his microphone is more than a foot away. <laughs> you're not actually been walking around. Well, you are a foot away from us because the wire is only a foot long. So the key, the reason why I'm saying this, so you can understand who I am as your now as your boss, is right now you're my partner. <laughs> for the record, <laughs> but uh, yeah, when I'm working in the store, of course I would have the extra cables. I'd go out of my car and get yeah, them. Have the cable. Be be ready for anything. Be able to go away, you know, because it's going to be awful weird with Chuck on the stage with Kid Rock running around with a one foot cord. It's just going to be uncomfortable for him and for Chuck. Chuck would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the guys are coming in. Everybody's coming in to set up and uh, to get their names checked off and find out what hole they're going to. Who's calling me? Mike Havey. Um, oh, just oh. I should probably take that. Yeah. <laughs> Throw me the phone. Okay. Uh, Ed's going right, to take, take it. that. Isn't that interesting? So, um, as I said, we have 21 manufacturers here today. Uh, one at every hole. 
uh, along with the putting green, uh, is my father, Cigars, Jeremy Shores. So uh, he's over there uh, as people are, are practicing putting right now, handing them a cigar and goofing around. Um, the folks at El Tiante uh, are also, are they at a putting green? They're, some, they're somewhere um, what they call the 19th hole. Maybe that's where, where the booze is down there. Nice. That's the 19th hole, right? Yeah, that's so, right. so they're there. They're all uh, getting liquored up. I don't know how I feel about the drinking and the shotgun. Yeah, on. you're against the. I'm a very against shooting firearms just into the air arbitrarily. Here's Can we, we make got, sure there's no bullets? Here's what we got going on here. We got drinking going on. We got guns going on. We got cigar smoking going on. All sports hell is, is going on. All hell is breaking this loose. Is this is it. This is it. There's a radio CNH. show going on. This is, this is odd. This is Golf what it's about. This, Living the dream. This is a guy thing right now. But speaking of guys, you got some pretty girls walking around selling raffle tickets. And, I did uh, notice. I noticed yeah. that. So uh, uh, what else we got? We got the folks from Perdomo. Let me mention all the manufacturers today. Roy Kirby, who's the New England representative of Perdomo, he's here on hole number one. On hole number two is John Gazzaro from Oliva Cigars. Uh, at hole number three, we have Mark Legace from General Cigar. Nesta Miranda himself hmm. is at hole As number four. As opposed to his alias. That's right. All right. He's the most interesting man in the cigar business. Yeah. He is. We should talk to him and interview him. He's the most interesting man in the cigar because business. You Just are, ask him. you are the opposite. Correct. You're the least interesting man. You're right. <laughs> and he is the most interesting man. So we should have you both at the same time. That'll be an interesting conversation. It's a perfect balance. The yin and yang thing happening on. So he's at hole number four. That was nice of him to come all the way up, way up here from Miami Cigars, uh, obviously located in Miami, uh, Nesta Miranda. So uh, we'll look forward to a conversation with him. We have Paul Joyle from Jay Grotto at hole number five. Kelly Thompson, Altadis representative. You saw her. She was at hole number six. Andy Green from Ashton is here at hole number seven. Edgar Dacamanji representing E.P. Carrillo, Ernesto Perez Carrillo Cigars. He's at hole number eight. Joe Cusano flew up yesterday. You were with him? I was, hanging out with, with Big Joe. Joe is at uh, hole number nine, C&C Cigars. We have uh, Victor Vitale from the Cigar Agency representing Ortsak Cigars at hole number 10. Ortsak 1962. That's right. And uh, Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars in Hammer and Sickle Vodka. He's giving out shots, 8 o'clock in the morning shots with those two pretty girls that were here earlier. Oh, what's going on? At hole number 11. Yeah, we need to go interview hole number 11. <laughs> Stat. Yeah. Um, Sean Poser from J.C. Newman is here at hole number 12. And along with uh, Sean representing J.C. Newman, the Fuente people, um, Don DeCapit, the retired. Yeah. Don DeCapit Friend flew the in from authority. Florida. He's retired. He actually he looks in. terrific. He, he lost like 35 pounds or something. And he's rested and relaxed. I said, how are you enjoying this retirement thing? And he says, I'm taking to it very well. He seemed yeah. very happy. He had long pants on today, and he said it's the first time in months. <laughs> Because he's been in Florida. Oh, right. Yeah, it's chilly up here so, compared to Florida. Dawn started the uh, Cigar Association in New Hampshire with us from the very beginning, along with uh, the, all the other retailers. And uh, when he retired from the uh, cigar industry, he said, I, I am retiring, but I would like to stay on at the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. So nice. he's dynamite. Dynamite, dynamite. guy. Dynamite. So, uh, I know mine. We'll get to talk to him today, yeah. for sure. Uh, Max Bickler's here from Rocky Patel Cigars. And uh, it's a shame the camera's not on because he has quite the outfit. Yes, he does. It's pretty unbelievable. 
and I understand he's getting married and everything, but you'd never know it looking at him, right? You would married to a woman. Even I would. <laughs> I said, "Wow." Yeah. Right. And you given you're coming from you. Yeah, yeah you coming from me. You know, it, most people aren't sure which side of the fence I'm on. I am not sure what side of the fence he is on. So, given what, the outfit, what, what do you call that? He is ultra super metrosexual. He's like a high high level of metro. <laughs> Very high level. Very high. That's like, right. Eric's a low level metrosexual. Max, ultra high. Okay. <laughs> um, what else we got? Lafleur Dominicana. John Carney from Lafleur Dominicana is up here uh, at hole number fourteen. John Hart from Drew Estates. We saw him. You know what? He kind of looked normal. He did. Because sometimes he dresses kind of wild, and I've seen him in the knickers and really far out golf thing. So I know he owns it, but uh, he took it calm today. He was the first one here. He really, he's awesome. Six thirty. No kidding. Outside of two. Before guys you. Stuff. Before you. He was here before me. Wow. Chuck lives right down that'll, the street, right? That'll that'll right. I was here first. That'll literally Very never happen again. There's Even a, before him. Staff. There's a. There's a giant woodchuck literally walking behind you, Chuck. Just wow! There really is. That's my boy, there really is a giant. Absolutely, wood- the biggest woodchuck <laughs> I've ever seen. He's the Amherst That's Country Club uh, mascot. We're we're having a little. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he needs braces. He's got the, the teeth thing going on there. Nice <laughs> tooth. Shanks number Shanks. eight. Shanks. Bam! Here we go. Hopefully, Shanks will be the one shooting the shotgun. And, Shanks, I want you to make sure that there's no bullets in this gun. You don't shoot bullets up in the air. It's dangerous. All right. No, it's safe. Safe. Fair enough. Uh, hole number 16 is uh, Mike Ferrara from Christoph Cigars. And hole number 17 is Johan Zwan from Camacho. I didn't see Johan yet. I don't know if he I saw him. Up. Yep. You saw him, yeah? He's there. So he's here. Um, these, some of these folks live far, far away. Right? And uh, I think Johan is in uh, Connecticut, yeah, maybe. Two people that aren't here live like eight blocks away. Right. That's why. Yeah, they're sleeping in. Um, and Alec Bradley is Dave Topper. He's a Connecticut guy for sure. He's uh, at hole number 18, uh, Dave Topper. Uh, we mentioned Jeremy Soares on the putting green. Uh, Mike Bellaby from uh, El Tiante at hole 19. We're what a bad l- person to put at a putting green, by the way. That dude never shuts up. So he's going to be chit-chatting while people are putting. Just seems like a oh, that's time a poor place. Yeah, that's that's very that interesting. Exactly when you yeah. should be quiet. It's like a wow. happy Gilmore. That's killing him. Well, it is well, the practice green. I guess though that one hole doesn't count, so maybe that's why they put him there. Oh, that he, is really funny. That that's the that is the uh, the worst place to end if up. If we on. see any putters shaped like Jeremy Sore's head, we'll know what happened. <laughs> oh God! He should have been at the nineteenth uh, hole. That's where they should have put him. Because yeah. he likes to party. And right. he likes to talk. Yeah. That would have been the place. That would have been the place. So maybe next year, if we do this again, you can jump in there and say, okay, let me straighten something yeah, else. But pretty good. Ed figured the two people that weren't going to show up on time, and they had them at places that wouldn't have mattered if they didn't show up. I actually, uh, the more I get to know Ed, the more amazing Ed actually becomes in my mind. Yeah. And actually, I'm only saying that because he's way over there, and he never listens to the show. So we're safe. He'll never know. I said, Eric, if you tell him, I'll kill you. 
Bromance. Okay. <laughs> yes, I said bromance. All right, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll we'll bring Dawn DeCapper on the air and nice. see how his retirement's going. Absolutely. Okay? All right, so uh, we're going to take a short break. It's going to be Dawn DeCapper, the retired Dawn DeCapper, looking good. We'll bring him on and see uh, what he's smoking nowadays, that he retired, what he's doing, and uh, what he thinks of the Cigar Association of New Hampshire and all this legislation going on. So stick around, everybody. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars. Simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine. Stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick, the Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. Or visit DiamondCrown.com. 
You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy, and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Drums, please. And we're back here live from Amherst Country Club. This is the CANH, Cigar Association of New Hampshire's first annual golf tournament. And this is to help fund um, our lobbyists. Um, this, all the retailers in New Hampshire get together, and um, we have our in-house lobbyist that's here to protect us and watch what's going on because if you turn your back for just a couple of minutes, you never know what's going to happen. With us is Don DeCapit, who retired from J.C. Newman Fuente Company and uh, asked if he could uh, stay on in the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. Thank you for that. No and, problem. Yeah, and uh, how's retirement treating you? I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm absolutely loving it. Some people you think wouldn't take to it, and I, I had thoughts about you. And, I did, too. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I yeah. would. But I'm living part of the year in Florida and part of the year up here. But rest assured that if there are some issues next February, March, or April with the State House, I will come back up. Beautiful. Jeez, can't thank you enough, and that's amazing. And I, I was down seeing your bosses uh, recently down in Tampa, and I told them all about that. And I said I'm going to still see him often when he comes up for uh, meetings and things like that. I know uh, even when you're down there, you get in the emails, and yes, I, see, I, I see your responses to them. So you're watching what's going on. I will always watch what's going and, and on. You and I have been fighting this. Oh Before God. we had the official right, organization. Right, right. Uh, it, it's so needed that you have to do it, and it's a shame. You know, uh, I, w- I want to tend to my business and, and know the new cigars that are going on and what's happening in the cigar business. And uh, un- the unfortunate thing, but the mandatory thing is you have to watch what's happening in the government. I don't know if you watched uh, even what's happening this week in New York of that crazy, crazy. Oh, my God. It's sugar drinks, anything over 16 ounces. They're not allowed to serve in restaurants anymore. In restaurants. Uh, yeah. Restaurants, uh, food carts. Right. In the street. Yeah, so anything over 16 ounces is not allowed anymore. Um, and he demands that this is the way it's going to be doing because he wants to protect the people of it. This is where it becomes socialist government. This yeah, is the nanny state. Well, I gave you an example this morning before we went on the air. Yes. I grew up outside of Boston and Arlington, which during the American Revolution was called Monotomy, and then it was West Cambridge. Uh, I think now it should go back to the People's Republic of West Cambridge sure. because they just passed a ban on leaf blowers. You oh can only God. use a leaf blower, I think, in October. Why? Because all these Cambridge people have moved in. They don't like the noise. So I'm figuring snow blowers are probably next 
where they'll probably allow it in February. You know, well, this, this is what you've got to worry about is what is next because it was always beat up the smoker. And, and these people that always say, well, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Well, what's that old know. adage from the war? First they came for the, uh, the gypsies and the gays, but it didn't affect me. And then right. they came for the Jews, then they came for the Catholics. Yeah. Well, then they come, then for, they come for, for you. And who's left to fight right. for me? So you, I don't understand why they would stop the leaf blow. Well, you, you, you didn't care when they stopped the smoking. You didn't care when they stopped the beverages. Now you care about the leaf blow because you happen to like doing that, keeping your, your yard clean and tidy. Well, they said that they felt an hour exercise of raking was good for you. But they you know, felt. If you tried to, when you mow your lawn and you get the grass clippings, have you ever tried to rake that? Yeah. Oh, forget it. It's brutal. <laughs> I don't want them to tell me what they think is good for me because they can't do what's good for them. No. So worry about what they're doing. They can't pass the budget. They can't control the finance of the cities and states and, and U.S. government, and they're going to tell me what's best? Please, I'll take care of it myself. Thank you. I don't want your help at all. Or tell me what's good or bad for me or what you think. Also, later on, they end up figuring out that, you know what, it isn't so bad. This is actually good for you. This is what we thought was bad is good. What we thought was good is bad. Well, do you remember in the grocery stores, they said you got to do it with Paper bags, you got to go to plastic bags. Yeah, yeah. And now what are they telling about plastic bags? Yeah. Forget They're that. worse than the paper bags. Right, so go back to paper bags. So it's, it's, it's a never-ending battle. Yeah. And like I said, I will always be here for the CANH. Well, and I know you. my former company will. I mean, I always thank them. I mean, what was it, two years ago? I think we were at the State House 30 times, or 32 oh, times. Yeah. And my well, company was very, you know, Fine. Yeah, they, Fine they let you go. end up doing it. But, you know, if we didn't do what we did, this would be one of those states. I think they were looking at like 60% tax. Yeah. You're looking at New York right now at 75% tax. And I know those guys are out there trying hard, but the problem was they weren't trying before the tax happened. No. It's, it's you know, buying the safe after after the stuff's been stolen. Put the, put the alarm on the door after you get robbed. You had to do it before. We knew it because of other states, you know, we had, uh, growing up in Boston and adding the tax into, into Massachusetts, uh, it forced me out of the state. So when, once I got to a non-tax state, it was almost, okay, I get another chance here. I'm not going to let this happen again. And then the tax always increases. Yeah. It never stays what they put it in. Yeah, once they open the door, oh, you can move your chair any way you want. Because we're not on camera. Huh? <laughs> this would be a whole different story now. They, this is how radio folks do it, right? Yeah. They don't dress up for it. You face wouldn't have to, to shave. Yeah. Oh, this is we have faces for radio. Yeah, this is perfect. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you've been through it all with us, uh, all those crazy times at the State House and, and people saying to us, um, it's a done deal. This tax is going to happen. Including Forget our it. own industry told yep. us that. Yeah. Don't come to the uh, State House because it's already set. They're doing it. Well, we're going to fight anyway. And we have the lobbyist, which, I mean, I hate the whole concept of lobbyists. Me too. But we had to do it, and we've got a good one in Bob Clegg. Yeah. I mean, they keep us informed of anything that's close to being... And, and, and Bob was a uh, Senate president. Right. He uh, knows how it works, the inner workings work, which is the important thing. And as much as this is stuff that's not in the books, you know, you can't read your civics book and say, oh, the deals that are made on the side and the back, it's, it's not in the book. So, you know, he knows. So you get somebody that knows and he, you know, even though it says you guys aren't going to be touched, you guys better show up anyway, he says. And we go there and, oh, here comes the cigar guys. What's going on? You guys aren't even on the thing. Yeah, we're just making sure. And we're busy. We all we all have we think all better have things jobs. to do. And uh but you know, you show up, you make sure it doesn't happen, you get to go to sleep that night. 
And you actually, instead of not worrying. With a lot of the reps, you actually get on a kind of a first-name basis because they yes. see you enough in the hallway. Yeah, and, and especially during election time, mm-hmm. you go out there and they, they see you, which is great. You know, I'll hang around for a while at, at the polls just to be yep. seen, to let them know that uh, I go there and uh, I'm voting also. And so is my family and everybody I know and uh, all, all my employees, and we go vote. And yeah. uh, we have a vote. So if, you, if you're going to end up hurting me, I'm going to vote against you. And there are even retailers in this state that still say every time, well, it's going to happen. It's a done deal. Uh, you know, and it's, it's aggravating. But fortunately, we've got a good group to belong to the CANH. And we do get the, we get the vote out, so to right. speak. There's people listening to us all across the country and, and states that may not have organizations together. And I'll tell you, uh, you, you look at your competitor and you may say, well, you know, we're sharing customers together and I'm trying to beat him and be, do, do have a better store than him and all that stuff. Put all that aside because that is not your enemy. That that other store is not your enemy at all. As a matter of fact, not only do we have great meetings when we get together and try to stop the legislation, at the end of it, we get to talk shop. And it, it's very odd to be able to talk to somebody that is in the same boat as you. They have to make the payroll. They have to do everything. The new cigars came in. These ones didn't come out so good. These aren't moving. And you get to talk a little bit, and you, you find that you guys have so much in common What's not moving for you is not moving for him. What didn't didn't work or what did work or what's hot. And you, you get to talk about it. And it, 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 it helps all of you. Yeah, it ends it up being awesome. And you you were, uh, you know, you and Vitaly. I saw Vitaly here earlier right. today uh, with the first two uh, with the group. But, you know, every once in a while, one of the manufacturers come in and join us and uh, see what's going on. And I hope they take that information. As much as this is a copycat industry, I hope this is copycatted. You know, take what we do in the state and bring it to other states. Well, I know that the Newmans and the Fuentes are sold on it because, you know, what they're doing on a national basis mm. is what we were excoriated for doing at yeah, one time. Yeah, that's right. When uh, we had uh, asked a separation of premium cigars, well, cigars are cigars are cigars. You know, don't separate yourself from cigarettes. Don't separate from other cigars. Well, we have to because it's... You know, we would hear face-to-face from the legislation saying, oh, the, the kids go into the convenience stores and they buy these great blunt wrap things and whatever. And we say, oh, no, that has nothing to do with us. And, our, all- and our industry was against us right. and gave us a rather not-so-nice name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which and, we can't say on the radio. Oh, it'll be a last show. Right. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> now they're doing the same thing. Right, right. Because it was the right thing to do. It was the only thing to do. Uh and listen, that's a business upon itself, and whatever they do, I don't, I don't ask for them to ban that at all. Do whatever you want to that. I'm here to say we're different. This is not what we do. Go into any one of our stores. You're gonna, none of them are going to have those type of products. That's not the customer base. We're looking for premium cigar smokers, the guy that spends, you know, what's the number, $2 and up, however the um, law reads or something, but on a uh, – a cigar that an adult, legal adult, is going to smoke and enjoy, and that, that's the product. And the key is to get them into the store. I mean, I've told other stores when I was covering New England what you do. When one of the local reps is asking for a con- campaign contribution, yeah. you always tell them, I'll give you a check. Come on down. But come to the store. Yeah. And when we were proposing the legislation to allow liquor licenses for cigar bars, 
we turned one of the most left-wing liberal representatives yes. on the committee yeah. once she went into your Seabrook store right. and saw the type of operation that it was. Yeah, they're usually very surprised. And I said, what did you think? Not this. That's the best I've ever got. Uh, what, what were you thinking? Not this. So to any stores that are listening, you're all going to get hit up for campaign contributions. Make them come to the store to, to pick get up it. the check. Right. The answer is yes, and it's not a bad thing to give to a politician. But if they want the check, uh, no matter how small, say, yes, I definitely want to do it, but I want you to come there. And they will come because they want the money. Right. And while they're there, you take them for a little tour of the store. You may have a little teeny store, and the tour is going to last a whole minute and a half. But it's all right. Take them for a tour. If this guy's sitting down there, introduce them to the guys that said, hey, guys, I just want you to meet so-and-so running for such-and-such. These uh, are voters. These are vote, And uh, he's obviously on board with us and here to protect us, blah, blah, blah. Let them know, sink it in their minds. Let them know that these people vote and let them see that they're adults and they're um, not doing anything wrong in there. And they leave with a, a check and a smile on their face to say they think they got some votes there, too. So, uh, and then they're going to hit you up next year, too. You know, once you get on the list, that's the bad news, once you get on the list. But the thing is, once you think you got it wrapped up, the next election happens, and some of those people are gone, and other people are there. You're going to so, start it over. So it's start a nonstop over. battle. You have to continue to do it. And right now, knock on wood, things look good in New Hampshire right yeah, the now. The last two years have been very peaceful for us. But we still meet. We still, we still meet. watch what's going on. We still We're run still, fundraisers. You're right. To pay for the lobbyists. Because... What's a nice way to say it? It's going to hit the fan, right? Sooner or later. Someday it's going to be the, the Friday afternoon, 6 o'clock phone call of, oh, Monday morning this is going to happen. The first time we had the big problem. Nobody had cell phones. Right. I had a lot, That's of, how long I had a lot of home phone numbers of stores. On the weekend. And my grandkids were at the house, and I locked myself in the office to call these guys at home on Saturday night to get them to that state house for Monday morning. Yep. And they turned out. And that was a done deal. I was told by we, the we were lose. national organization that Monday morning. It was a done deal. So for, forming on a, on a weekend, getting together on a weekend of people I didn't even know. Thank God you, you dealt with all of these people. Uh, I only wish we had formed earlier than that, but it was very good that everybody got together, met in the uh, state house steps, introduced yeah. everybody to each other, and kind of said, okay, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Here's the order. Bah, bah, bah. We put it together. We walked in. And we filled the place up, and they're like, holy God, these people really turned out for this thing. Uh, I think it was uh, 11, to, 11 to 0 11 against to us. Zero. When we left, it was 0 to 11. Nice. We completely flip-flopped the thing. We walked out of there, completely won. It was over. And then the phone calls went out to the associations that said, it's a done deal. Forget about it. They're doing this. It's not a done deal. It's over. My biggest fear that day, I was the only rep. And we went out to lunch. I thought I was going to get stuck with that bill, but I thank you. You picked <laughs> yeah. it up. I was so happy everybody turned out, man. I would have paid for anything. What, uh, uh, what have you been smoking now that you're retired? Well, I picked up uh, some brick house from the office and a few Maximus. So uh, I still smoke maybe four or five a week. You're not far from, from the office, right? I'm about 35 miles. Did you start your stop by? Yeah, matter Let's of fact, see. I went there after being there three weeks and said this is the first day I've had long pants on. And see this pair of socks? It's the only pair of socks I have in Florida. Wow. Because it's a different life. Nice. And, and uh, I, I know you had tenants there. They ended up moving out, and that's your place now. Yeah. So we got down there in early March, came back a couple of weeks ago. And you've had that place for a long time? Well, I bought it in 1986. Wow. And, uh, 
There's been some appreciation since then. Yeah. Well, no, the, there was. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. was. <laughs> it's back down. It's way back down. But uh, I used to monitor how much I could get for it, but I never had any intention of selling it. Right. My, so it doesn't matter. My goal matter. was to have both houses paid for, no debt. Well, then that, that, that is a, beautiful. Congratulations, because that is the American dream. You're able to pull that off, and uh, no worries, everything's fine, happy. Yeah, everything's great. And your wife's retired? She retired the day I made the last payment on the house here seven years ago. Wow. So, yeah, she's she's always said she wanted me to retire, so be careful what you ask for. Yeah, but, but it's going all right? Oh, yeah. We, we painted the inside of the house in Florida and without one fight. No, so it's <laughs> nice. I tell my wife good. I'm going to take a day off. She gets very nervous. I'm work. I work seven days a week, and I say, "Yeah, I'm going to take uh, next Tuesday off or something." Says, Why? What's going on? What? You know, it's like, oh no, here it goes. And my, the, my ritual though is to get on the union leader's website and check for anything that might be happening up here. Yeah. And then checking for the emails from Bob and Deb and from Ed and you guys at the association. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that you're in Florida, non-tax state, very organized groups down there? And then uh, up here in New Hampshire, same type of deal. But you, you, you watch all the time. I know the Numas are doing so much federally. What's going yes, on? Are. Yeah, and they uh, are un, they are workhorses. Man. Bobby's in Washington, unbelievable, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, it, it has turned into that. I mean, I, last year five times to DC myself. Yeah. Never went as a kid. Always wanted to see see the inner workings and stuff. Boy, I, I've seen things I, I, I never thought I'd end up seeing, walking those halls under the tunnels and nonstop. Oh, my God, long days. Isn't that Monica Lewinsky right there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I haven't seen her. When I, I, I know that my company has told the other salesmen that they've used me as a model, and now nationally it's being done the same way. You know, and Texas has a very good organization as well. But they're telling these other guys, you've got to get the retailers to get together and put aside any petty differences. It's very tough, though. It is difficult. And i got to thank you because you would go around and say, you should join the group, you should join the group. But what's the answers? What do you get? What's the excuses? Not the answers. Because can't afford, the, the worst ones are the ones that say they can't take the time to go to the state house. Can't afford to not take the time. Absolutely. To put, you know, put a sign on your door if you had to do it. It was an important yeah. meeting that you had to go and say, I'm going to be two hours late today. I went to the state house to protect uh, your taxes. I think the customer that w- was put off for that is going to have a smile on his face and go to the store more often than you did that. Yeah. Then you have the defeatists that say, well, this was two or three years ago, oh, it's going to happen. It's a done deal. And I said, it's a done deal if, if nobody does anything. Right. But you've got to get out. We need to see new faces all the time. Up there. Right. Because they look at, you know, this strong group that we have here and they say, well, those guys are taking care of it anyway. They can sit back and we'll do all the work for them. And listen, I'm willing to fight till the, last, till the last day that the problem is maybe some of these people don't like me. I couldn't understand that if they didn't no, like me, but not like they, they they don't like me. They've heard my shtick before. You know, they, they roll their eyes, oh, again, and they figure a way around me or whatever it is. But wouldn't it be nice if somebody else came in and had their story and said, you know, I just got started. Even if they're a new store, I just got started a year ago. I put my whole life savings into this. Now you're going to do this, and I'm going to be down and out, and I'm going to be on the welfare system. It's going to be over. Whatever it is, whatever their real story is, that needs to be told. Well, the spiel that I've given several stores who initially said, oh, yeah, Dave Garofalo is doing this for himself, you know. I I am. I said, of course he is. I said, but understand something. If this tax comes in, Dave Garofalo will find a way to survive. Right. I'll be the last guy standing, I promise you. I said, you guys will be gone within a year if this 65% tax goes in. 
if it's a year. Right. But a few of the the, the smarter retailers that are working at it, they will find – we're not going to have 30 stores anymore. Yeah. We might have 12. Right. Because most of them will be gone. So yeah. that did get several to join, some financially and not actively, but whatever we can do. I'll tell you, and if the other guys were here, they'd probably say the same. Since we organize and we talk and we get together and we learn from each other, we've all become better retailers on top of it because we get to play off each other and, and talk with each other. I, I mean, you know, you couldn't fathom this to happen in Boston years ago of all the, all the retailers getting together and, he, and here we are this morning having a cup of coffee and shaking each other's hands, and we get together. I saw a couple hugs, too. Yeah. Awkward. Man hugs. It's not yeah. awkward. Yeah, and, and they went <laughs> off in the sunset on the golf yeah. course. <laughs> a couple of the hugs lasted a little too long for me. Yeah. No, these are, listen, we all had the same vision or had the, all, all had the same dream. We wanted to get into the cigar business, open a successful store. We all have the same thing, and, and there's not a whole bunch of us that are like that. There's 30 in this whole state. Right. And in the group, there's seven of us. Although the seven of you account for multiple stores. Multiple yeah. stores. And I know, in talking to Rick Gadway, I know he's got on board with saying to these uh, local reps, yeah, come to my store. Yep. That's the answer. Come to my store. Especially if you've got something to be proud of. And you should be proud of your store. Stores. Yeah. You've you got nice, clean stores and, and a, and a good-looking staff. And um, it's something Especially to be proud of. Especially in Seabrook. I mean, yeah, well, obviously. Well, was, I don't know about uh, I guess there's somebody new running that Seabrook store. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, that, that's what it takes. And I thank you because you were involved in this long before. Before, when you had the uh, retired politicians that were giving right, us advice. Right, right. Listen, I, I've been... And all it cost us was some cigars. Cigars in those days. So lots of them, though. But they, they, the, the problem was that they um, they end up retiring. Well, or they got thrown out in or, the Democratic yeah, wave. Right, yeah. right. Those things happen, and it, and it becomes a whole different group of people. So it's a nonstop battle. But I will always come back up here if something urgent comes in when I'm in Florida. You know that. Yeah, thank you. Whatever I can do. In, in the cold winter and everything. But, thank uh, you for your friendship. As yeah, well. thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was just amazing when, the day you said it to us that, uh, listen, I want to stay on the group. And I, I told the Newmans that immediately. And I said, you lost them, but we didn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm vice president. Right. There we go. We, Andy, we're able to go, go on the board. Does of, that mean I'm Joe Biden? No, oh, not okay, at all. Thank you. Not at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Who do you think uh, Romney's going to take as a vice president? He, he could do the Rubio thing down in Florida, which would which probably Rubio. help. Rubio. Yeah. And I, I still think uh, Bush. Maybe it's too really? soon for another Bush, but, yeah. Well, I, You know, it's all about what states they need to carry. Right. You know, right. and there's six or eight states, and that's. Yeah, they're, they're strategizing now to yeah. see what happens. But, but some of the Christie. I think he'd be good. I love Chris yeah. Christie. Yeah. I wish he'd gotten into the race. Yeah. I don't think, I just don't, I think Christie's a little too overweight. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> just yeah. too hefty. Don't, don't say that to us. Yeah. Hefty, hefty's a nicer way to say it. Looks it looks like you've lost weight, by the way, since you've been retired. No, about the same. Are you? Yeah. Your so, face looks thinner? This makes me look thinner. Yeah. Maybe that's what yeah. it is. All right, I'm growing mine tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be an interesting election, and God, I'm Very important. Just... Probably the most important in our life. I, I mean, considering what's been done in the first four years, if they get reelected with no chance of having to run for re-election, I, I shudder to think about what oh, the time yeah. shut down. Yeah, the craziness that happened. And one of the first things that happened when, when uh, the Obama administration went in it was S-CHIP, uh, which is the state children's health tax. 
um, that is funded. All these kids that don't have ta- don't have insurance. Thank the premium cigar smoker because we're paying the bill. All of it. We're footing it. Yeah. Um, which what I thought was going to maybe put this industry out of business. Knock on wood. We sucked it up and we got through it. And I, I bet you everybody's operating on a little less margin than they used to. But when will they come back to increase that? Oh. You know, once you get a tax in. That's the problem. The door's open. It yeah. was it was a nickel per cigar for many, many years and uh, went up to over 50 cents per cigar now. And they're going to say, well, just look, round it off to a dollar. That's going to be the next step. W- once it goes to the manufacturer for a dollar and go, now they, ha- they, they incur that thing. It goes to a retailer. They incur it. It doesn't become a dollar. It, be, it multiplies and it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, but we got through it and... Um, it could have been worse. I could mean, have been worse. At one time, they were talking $10 a cigar. <laughs> oh, my God. It drops down to $3 a cigar. What I think they try to do is make it absurd at the beginning. And then all of a sudden, 50 cents was, oh, okay. Well, you you know almost I, feel like a winner. I had a brother-in-law in the car insurance business. And Massachusetts would set the rates. They would always say, we want an 18% increase. Well, they'd give them a 4% increase. And it's would say, see, we saved you 15%. Right. When all they wanted was 4%. That's all they wanted That's in the first place. This is how the government That's works. How it works. <laughs> as we're learning. Once again, not in our civics books. Not in the civics yeah, books. Yeah, it's not in the book, but this is actually how it works anyway. Okay, we're live here at Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. This is the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's first annual golf tournament to help raise money to uh, fund lobbyists to, to, contr- to keep us from uh, smoking premium cigars. That's what we're doing here. Um, there's... Uh, 18 holes of golf, 21 different cigars these folks are getting. There's 144 golfers here, probably 200 people in all throughout the golf course. And uh, this is all to bring awareness to uh, premium cigar smokers and tell us to keep their hands out of our humidor. That's what it's all about. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, hopefully we bring in some of these uh, cigar manufacturers to talk with us and uh, tell you more stuff that's going on. So thanks, everybody, for listening in. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, David. It's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Massachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two Guys Rock. Cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire, or find them on the web at twoguysmokeshop.com. It's Stogie Heaven.
people. We've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado. Got a 91 rating. Plus, it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about It's Not Your Grandfather's Cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about Good to the Last Draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. Mr. Jonathan here from the Cigar Authority. Every Saturday morning during my preparation for the radio show, I head over to visit my friend Scott at Moe's Italian Sandwiches here in Salem, New Hampshire. Scott makes my sandwich fresh right when I order it and makes it exactly how I want it. When I'm running too late to visit Scott in person, I simply pick up the phone and call 603-912-5336, and Scott delivers it to me himself. Delivery is free and is available every day. Moses is located right behind Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire at 5 Kelly Road. The next time you are hungry or need to feed your son's football team, please do me a personal favor and call my good friend Scott, 603-912-5336, and tell him that Mr. Jonathan sent you. Remember, you can't say no to a mo. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor in taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. Within your face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. 
adventure, and bromance. That's right, bromance. United Cigar, available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted, even with a parent. United Cigars, you don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This is the Cigar Authority. Go, Go! The authority on everything cigar. That's what I'm talking about! Featuring cigar celebrities from every major cigar brand. We're going to see some serious <laughs> With your host, David Garofalo. Do you know who I am? This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. And Mr. Jonathan. Mr. 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 I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Look at what we have here. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. Who wants to have some fun? Oh, we are live here at Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. And this is the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's first annual golf tournament to help raise money so we can fight uh, and pay for lobbyists to help fight us in our rights to smoke cigars. Mr. Jonathan? All right. We are being listened to by WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire, as well as being rebroadcasted across the country in cigar shops everywhere at thecigarstation.com twice on Sundays. They play last week's show from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. And why just listen when you can actually watch our video streaming when we're recording a show on video, which we're not doing right now, but whatever. Normally. On thecigarauthority.com. And we are podcasted, as always, for your on-demand listening convenience at thecigarauthority.com. And more importantly, iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. Forget about it. So we're sitting here with the general manager of the golf course, Chad. Yeah. Hi. Chad, beautiful place. Hey, it's a beautiful day. It's great to be here yeah, thank at, you at for, our place. Thank you for allowing us to smoke cigars outdoors. Yeah, no, but, no problem uh, at all. Uh, yeah, we were we were happy to lift that band today for you guys. Not a yeah, <laughs> it's getting uh, it's getting crazy out there. Uh, New York's not allowing uh, cigar smoking in parks and things like that, and it's uh, it's getting tougher and tougher. And uh, we're just trying to uh, have have uh, our rights not taken away from us, and that's what the whole thing is about. You guys but are always welcome to come here and play eighteen holes and smoke as many many cigars on the course as you want. So what do you got here? This is a beautiful golf course. What's going on in this place? Well, Amherst Country Club. We have an eighteen hole championship golf course here, uh, fully maintained and operated by our head superintendent, Stephen Wilson, who does a great job, has been here for a decade. And uh, we also own and operate across the street, Panema Green Family Golf Center, which is a, uh, just that, it's a family fun center, driving range, mini golf, executive golf course. Mini golf, I can do that. There we Maybe go. We'll do that right I, was, I actually swung by there this morning because that was the address that I was given <laughs> yes. by you. That's right. And uh, I'm walking around going, 55. I don't no, it's see 72. anyone that I should be seeing. That's actually a, that's a little joke that they play on people who don't play golf. You know, like, <laughs> he sent you over there, you fell for it. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> It's where you belong. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I can play golf. Can you? I'm actually pretty good. Really? No I'm kidding. pretty good. I'm, I'm sure you're talking to a pro right here. What's pretty good? I'm sure he can hang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some great players on the staff, actually. Yeah. Nice. I'm not one of them, but, you know, I'm willing to talk the lingo. All right. Yeah. You know? so, so what's it? It's 18 holes here. 18 holes here, yeah. And we also do, I mean, we have food and beverage. We have the Tap and Grill at Amherst Country Club. Um, and then we also, this weekend, actually, uh, well, coming up, we have a comedy show. 
Uh, I saw the excited, sign there, yeah. We're excited about And we're going to be doing comedy shows throughout the season. Oh, I just four, four assumed they were year. talking about us. Yeah, we're no. our comedy show. We, you we guys are the we, side show. You right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but we, we're, we're excited to be working with uh, Headliners Co- Comedy Club in Manchester. Oh, okay. And uh, we're one of their venues now. So Rob is a great guy, and he's been helping us to, uh, to get some acts here. Okay, so right here? Is that what it- Yeah, we, uh, we do it in our outdoor pavilion, which is, we call it a, a two-and-a-half season pavilion. It's got the, uh, the canvas sides, but that can uh, seat comfortably about 150 people, so it's a great, great little spot for a show, and we have a bar out there and, uh, you know, plenty okay. of fun. And that's where we're having dinner tonight? After that's this? correct. I, I heard you setting the people up out there that um, this is going to last six hours. Yeah, that's my little joke. Um, we're hoping that it doesn't last six hours. All we, right, I'm We glad. target for under five hours, but, uh, you know, depending on some of the golfers that don't play all that often. You know. All right, we're looking at each other and saying, no, six <laughs> hours. <laughs> that's right. Oh, it's a long time God. to wait for lunch. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I like to eat, obviously. There's no way I can wait six hours. <laughs> no, you're, you're going you're gonna to love the meal that's coming. We work with uh, Celebrations Catering out of Nashua. Okay. And uh, he's coming with the ribs and chicken meal, which is delicious. Nice. One right. of his specialties. I've actually, I'm, in the, the, I'm a professional dish jockey by uh, trade it. You know, every night, and uh, I've worked with celebrations many times. They're very good. Okay. So now, did you did you get the trivia question? I mean, did you know the answer to the trivia question that was asked before the kickoff today? I actually, I, I saw you guys were doing something, but we were over here broadcasting, so I didn't. I oh didn't well, this hear is it. great. We can actually do this on air now. Outstanding. The question was, who sings the '80s hit "Heaven"? There's two correct answers. Heaven. So I, I'm going to say, hang on. Hey. Before you go there, I'm going to just okay. throw it out there. If it's an 80s song, I'm going to say it's Brian Adams. Correct. Wow. And the cover was uh, DJ Sammy redid it in the 90s. Correct. Who's the d- – do, do you want to – I'm done s- with that guy. No. Yeah. Bo- <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know the song. For the bo- How's it go? Well, do you want to sing the Brian Adams tune? I got I mean, nothing. Do you know the other band that, that had the 80s hit? I do not know the other Give band. Give me a little bit. Give, Come on. Heaven isn't too far away. Come on, join me. Closer to it I got every day. I know I've heard the song. Yeah. I Can I get know. a little more reverb in this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Warrant. Warrant, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. I play their cherry pie song anytime I oh, play at a strip of course, club. Of so. course, a strip club. <laughs> Actually, Mr. Jonathan does not play strip clubs. Juz Steve plays okay. strip oh, clubs. Oh, you change your name for that. Yeah. One. <laughs> the alter ego has an alter ego. Well, you, you don't get a lot of bad mitzvahs after you're doing the strip <laughs> no, clubs. Is I it? don't. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. That's good. You got the Brian Adams. That's what the gentleman answered. He got it correct. He nice. would not sing that that particular tune, unfortunately. But that should be part of it, right? Now that that's I got why, the stupid Warren yeah. song stuck in my head, I, I can't even think of the Brian yeah. Brian Adams. Yeah, one. that's good. You're a professional DJ. You said professional DJ, and you got the question right because you would have looked really like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look like a loser because I don't know some lame '80s rock tune. I don't know about Nothing's that. Nothing's lame about the '80s and rock tunes. That's Nothing. It. I disagree. Okay. That's okay. Fair enough. So Fair I enough. got the satellite Listen. radio in the car right now. I guarantee you it's on 80s rock right now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Be proud. Yeah. Be proud. David was a disc jockey in the 80s. I was. But he actually was a disco DJ. You are, you, are, you are in the presence of the inventor of lip sync contests. No sure. kidding. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Now, how did I would like to ask you, how did Millie Vanilli either help or hurt that profession and that uh, industry? It, very interesting because they were, they were so hot on the dance floor at the time, and then all of a sudden it came out that they didn't do that. But everybody was doing the lip syncing that was going on uh-huh. anyway. 
Uh, a lot of the there was so much reverb and stuff going into the they, they couldn't sing to begin with anyway. Right. So pre-electronic disco days, it was all baloney anyway. And I know the rock people hated it, but it was my business, and uh, sure. we certainly uh, did well with it. And uh, it, it saved a lot of businesses out there. Uh, you know, little dive bars all of a sudden became discotheques and made a lot of money so it was awesome it was cool in those days well i will tell you when we have the music playing in the golf shop it's either one of two things it's either disco or it's funk yeah because there's nothing I can better get down with funk right yeah i love I it that, that's part funk, of it right. that was part of the whole the whole disco thing yeah disco half the time i want to shoot myself in the <laughs> face i would have taken the shotgun you were supposed to use i didn't even hear a boom that oh, was a shotgun start. You probably had the uh, you know the intro music too loud, but it oh, happens. All right, it happens. All right, and he's concerned if you shoot the the um, yeah, shotgun. Yeah, we're in New Hampshire. I'm not sure what kind of hit you've come got with down. the gun. Is it loaded? You know, yeah. I'll be in danger. <laughs> Somebody said they're going to shoot a cannon off or something. You know, it's it's interesting you bring that up because the uh, they used to have an actual cannon. And they still have the cannon, and I'm trying to talk to the owners about bringing that cannon Bring back. it back, baby. Bring the cannon back. Oh, there's this some the amazing world. stories about the cannon. I have to say, you are quite the MC down there. You got them kind of whipped into a frenzy. I mean, we're talking laid-back, cigar-smoking golf right. players here. Right. And you got them kind of whipped into a frenzy before the, before <laughs> the start. That's, that's what nice. we got to do. You know, we got to get the crowd energized, get them out there. And, ready and to move move along, or else right. it's going to be six hours. <laughs> that's right. Crack the whip. That's right. <laughs> Makes for a long day. Do you, uh, do you have an extra golf cart for us so that we can take our, uh, our show on the road here and go out and interview some? Uh... Are you able to do that? Yes. Oh, we have the technology. You have the technology. We actually you know, discussed you know, it just I have to say I'm impressed with the technology. We've had other radio shows here, and it's been... It's been, you know, do you have a phone line that we can use? Mm. So I'm happy that the technology is here. Yeah, we can do it. We've had, we, we do the, the show on the road every single week because we really smoke cigars on the show. So it can't be in any studio. And we operate on four or five different radio stations and never been any, to any of the studios any at studios? all. Never even visited. <laughs> not because even we're once. never going to be, they're not going to let us in to, to do it, so it doesn't matter. It's an awesome uh, concept. I'm going to start <laughs> listening. You should. I apologize that this is my first uh, appearance, you know, long, well, how, do we, how would I say that? A no-time listener, first-time visitor? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's perfect. <laughs> there we go. There it is right there. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you guys here. We're happy to have the tournament here, and we're happy to uh, be supporting the cause. And, all right, uh, you thank know, Hopefully it's a huge success. I think it will be. And Chad, thank you. We're going to take a break, and we're going to take we're it on the take road. It on the road, and uh, Chuck will meet with you with our advertising package. You know, we'll get you set up oh, with yeah. an actual affiliate. That's great. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, the, you're the enforcer. I'm seeing your role, your role now on the show. It's fantastic. What I have to do? <laughs> that's it. Name this tune. This is a sweet child of mine. G and can I say F and R on the radio? No, you cannot. <laughs> right. G and R, sorry. All right, that's good. He knows what's going on. We're right, going to take a short break, folks. We're going to go on the road, and we're going to go from hole to hole talking to these cigar celebrities out there. Right. So stick around, everybody. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. 
When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Fortsac Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Kellner's A-Team to bring you Fortsac Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsack Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsack, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsack is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsack Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsack, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the Internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good, but the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything that's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. 
Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm-hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new, well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium-body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium body, tasty, and well-balanced equilibrium cigars? Mm-hmm. Equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Look out for the hole over there. Will you, will you just leave me alone? I know how to drive these things. Don't try through the holes. The thing's going to tip over. No, you're supposed to try to jump over the sand traps. That's why they make the ramps. Listen, it's top heavy to the right. I can see that. Go easy. I'm going as fast as I can. Okay, we have Roy Kirby at hole number one representing Perdomo Cigars. What do we have here? We have the State Selection 2002 from Perdomo. It's the natural wrapper. This has a, uh, the binder and filler is from a crop of tobacco from 2002. Very smooth cigar, very, it's great, it's fabulous. It's a great golf smoke. John from Oliva's here. What did you bring for cigars? Uh, we've got the Oliva Serie G. It's a nice medium-bodied cigar with a Cameroon wrapper made in Nicaragua, so that's a Nicaraguan binder filler. Like I said, Cameroon wrapper. It's a perfect cigar for a round of golf. Beautiful, and it's good for early in the day, too, because... Uh it's kind of mild for some of the strong stuff Oliva puts out. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's right in the middle. On a, on a scale of 1 to 10, that cigar is about as solid as a number 5 as you're going to get. So it's right in the middle. Medium-bodied guys that don't smoke a lot of cigars can still smoke it, and guys that uh, you know smoke the heavier cigars will still appreciate it because it's got a lot of flavor. Well, there's one of the value cigars. It's a, it's a nice Cameroon cigar, which tends to be expensive cigars, but not with Oliva, the... Uh, that series is is the value of the Oliva line. It really is one of the bread and butter lines that we have, and, and I think it is because of the value. The uh, the quality to dollar ratio on it is, is, is pretty hard to beat. Beautiful. Thank you. Hey, John, of all of the radio programs on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, which one is your favorite? Uh, it would have to be the Cigar Authority. I can't believe you would even have to ask me that. <laughs> Thank it's you so cigar much. Cigar Authority. I mean, any hey, anybody that lets me talk on the radio, that's my new favorite show. So you guys are you guys are my favorite, of course. Outstanding. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, we're with Mark Legace from General Cigar. What, what kind of cigars are you offering today? Hi, Dave. Uh, we're offering the Macanudo Hyde Park Cafe. that has been around for a long time. It's a nice mild smoke with that Connecticut shade wrapper. And we're also offering a closest pin here on uh, 
hole number three. Whoever's closest to the pin will win the Club Macanudo uh, Callaway Warbird Golf Bag. Oh, isn't that nice? Well, I'll tell you, Macanudo, I would say, is the golf of cigar. This is the one most people take on the golf course. I've been in the cigar business for years. When guys are going golfing, it's usually a foursome of Macanudo. It's yeah. usually what goes. Yeah, absolutely. And um, this has a, that good ring gauge, too, and... Uh, they love them, and you can smoke multiples of them. Is this the um, the, the highest volume Macanudo there is to High Park? I, it is exceeded only by the Hampton Court in the white tube. Okay. So it's number two. All right. Strong number two. But, yeah, good, part, good on your part. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, thanks, Mike. Thank you. Okay, we have Nesta Miranda here from Miami Cigars. Thank you, first off, so much for uh, com- coming pleasure. to this. Real pleasure. Real pleasure. Very nice of you. Thank you so much. Tell us about the cigars you're giving out today. All right, what we're giving today is the uh, Miranda, Casa Miranda. It's the only cigar that I have in my portfolio made in Miami by made Cuban Miami. people in Miami. In your, in your warehouse? No, 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 in, in Calle Ocho, oh, which is really? a little Havana. Okay. So everything is made there. The band is made in Miami. Cigar is blended in Miami. The boxes are made in Miami, and we're doing spectacularly good with them. People love it. Now, if, if somebody was visiting Miami, could they go there and watch this process? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. where exactly is it? It's uh, no, 8 and uh, 12th Avenue. No kidding. Go okay. Titan de Bronze Company. Oh, all right, yeah. sure. Uh, you know, they yeah. Oh, they make great stuff there. Actually, the uh, the owner is a friend of mine from the liquor business. All right. She used to be in the liquor business. And uh, when I was in the cigar business, sure. she always wanted to be in the cigar business. Right. So she got it, and she's doing great. And I said, well, why don't I make a cigar for you? And I say, well, actually, Gary Hart, yeah. let, sure. let rest in peace, yeah. he's the one who recommended the highest. So make a cigar in Miami. No You're from Miami. You should sure. do it. Miami cigar. So is let's do it. So we're doing good. We're now, doing that good. is a small factory there. So Very small. This has to be a small. Seven, pro- seven people. So a small production number. Very small production. Sometimes we don't have one side. But that's the way it goes. That's the way you it know? is. With, with the yeah. True boutique. That's right. Yeah. It's absolutely boutique cigar. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we Pleasure look forward to, to trying here. the cigar. And thank you for coming all the way it out here to, to join beautiful us. Beautiful today. This morning, it was so cold that I thought it was in the winter in Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was cold. 59. I said, that's cold, man. Yeah, and it was beautiful here that's anyway. Great, great. Great so, to be here. So thank you, Nesta. Thank yeah, you. My pleasure. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Mr. Jonathan, those are for washing Golf balls. So I should put my pants back on? Please. Okay, will do. Roger that. Hey, we have Paul Joyle here from Jay Grotto Cigars. What cigar are you giving out, Paul? Uh, today's uh, cigar is the regular Jay Grotto series, the first one we came out with three years ago. Okay. And the guys are taking to it? They like it very much, so. Good. Actually, somebody just told me he lit up his cigar, and he, he hit the longest drive he's hit all day. So he said he's going to credit me with that. That's what a Jay Grotto can do for you. Well, thank you so much for participating in the Cigar Association of New Hampshire's event here. Very much appreciated. Actually, it's my pleasure to have uh, have me up here, and what a fantastic day. It is. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. This ought to be interesting because we have Ed Santa Maria on the back of our golf cart right now. And I, uh, I just hope we have enough weight in the front to be able to not pop a wheelie. Not a problem. Let's give it a shot anyway. Oh, yeah. The front wheels came up. I Watch felt that. Head, Watch your head, Ed. <laughs> okay, we have Kelly here from Altada Cigars. Hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you? Good. Thank you for doing this. Oh, you're welcome very much. So what are you giving out for cigars today? Today I'm giving out the Vega Fina. It's a great mild cigar. 
Everybody loves it. So. Perfect for the yeah. golf course and early in the morning. Yep, everybody's having a great time today. Perfect weather. Beautiful. Thank yeah. you so much for doing this. You're welcome. All righty. Welcome. Thank you. with Andy Green at the Ashton booth here at hole number, what is this? We're at seven. This is seven. Hi, Andy. Uh, Andy Green, the idea is to hit it on the green. With well, Andy Green, what's well, going on? It, ultimately, that would be the goal, yeah, but I'm just, uh, you know, pretty much wherever it goes out there, if you're closer than I am, you, gonna you get, g- you get an, an extra cigar, and, you know, the chances are good, David. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I, and I see you're offering the whole lineup here. The guys get their choice when they come through of a uh, Mia Moore or an Ashton cabinet. Okay. If they uh, if they win, if they beat me, they get their choice of a Mia Moore and Elegancia or one of our San Cristobals. So, uh, they, you know, they hopefully they can leave happy. Beautiful. I Beautiful. just won't be happy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. I think you'd be happy to, anyway. Anyway, thank you so much for uh, for doing this for the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. Absolutely. Beautiful day for this. All right. Thank you. Here with Edgar Dacamanji, who's been a supporter for the Cigar Association in New Hampshire right from the very beginning. First off, thank you for supporting all of us in New Hampshire. You're welcome, uh, guys. What, what kind of cigar are you giving out here? Well, what we're giving out today is the E.P. Carillo Cigars, uh, uh, the New Wave Connecticut. Yes. And it's with Connecticut wrapper, um, Nicaraguan, and Dominican binder and filler. Guys are taking to it good? Uh, actually few guys through what they were smoking just to pick these guys here we go so that's a good news that's Uh, always it's always a plus that's right okay thank you so much you're welcome okay we're with joe cusano from cnc cigars joe thank you for coming all the way up from florida to come to the cigar association in new hampshire uh golf tournament i can't thank you enough for that it's my pleasure david anything to do to to help uh, help fight the good fight against the cigar regulation we gotta we gotta do this everybody's got to pitch in it's got to be from a grassroots effort and events like this is what's really going to help our industry well th- thanks again so much what are you giving out for a cigar today today we're giving out the cnc lrmd churchill the lrmd is a dominican pure it's a dominican sun-grown maduro wrapper we have a dominican binder and lajero fillers it's medium plus You'll get a nice little black pepper spice taste, a little note of sweetness from the Maduro wrapper, and a hint of cocoa and cedar on the finish. It's a really, really nice smoke. It just got a great rating in Cigar Aficionado. Yes, it did. And, uh, 90, 90 rated for a cigar at, at priced starting at $3.99 for a Robusto. And it's, uh, the Churchill size is under $5 anywhere in New Hampshire. Boy, that, that's great. What a value cigar. Thank you, Joe, again so much for, for coming here and helping out all the retailers here in New Hampshire. My pleasure, David. Anything we can do, please. We're always glad, glad to help. <laughs> Jeremy Sewers from My Father Cigars, Don Papine. Jeremy, thank you so much for coming here. Absolutely, and David. Thank you. New Hampshire retailers, this is awesome. It's thank our you. pleasure to be involved in this organization. Thank wow. you so much. Wow. Thank you. Uh, what, so what are you giving out for cigars today? So today we're giving away the La Loba Sumatra in a Toro size. This uh, this cigar is pretty special because it's a 94-rated cigar. It's like the number 12 cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado right, right now. Pretty big deal. Uh, you know, you'll notice more and more people are using Sumatra wrappers nowadays, sure. which I'm pretty happy about. I'm pleased with the wrapper. Great composition, great-looking cigar, triple seam cap, you know, really made by Cuban masters, but a very affordable cigar. I mean, I think this store, uh, this cigar in your store is probably only like six seventy-five. 
So 94 value rated. For yeah, sure. value for sure. Great quality, even at that price point. Yeah. And just This is a really a great example of how you don't have to skimp on quality when you're giving out a good value, if you a good value cigar, if you will. Okay. An amazing cigar for every palate. Medium body, full flavors, good composition, not too strong. Residual sweetness at the end. Yeah. The cold draw starts out very nice, good flavor. The light is dynamic. The construction's great. I'm a big fan of these guys. Yeah, I'll say you are. Uh, I certainly am. Okay, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, David. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. All right, I'm standing here with Vero Barucha, and we are on the, what is this, the practice green? Yeah, putting green. The only reason I'm asking that is I see a tee right there. What is going on with that? Is Jeremy Soares practicing his tee shots on the green? Yeah, I believe so, but uh, actually I think it's just to mark the spot where shoot. uh, Notice the grouping, though. It's pretty good. They're pretty consistent. The grouping's good. All right, I think that's good. I'm really not a golfer, but uh, so what is it that you do, and why is it that you're here? Hold that mic nice and close. Well, my name is Viral. I run a website called TravelingStogie.com. I'm here to cover cigar events, and essentially my site covers cigar reviews, hard-to-find cigars, anything in the New England region. So you mostly cover New England, and that's where you're, that's that's your wheelhouse. That's what you're trying to get the word out about. I'm trying to uh, create visibility for all the New England shops in the area, along with cigar events. Outstanding. Well, thank you very much for coming, and uh, we hope to uh, actually have you on the show for a full interview real soon. I look forward to that. What's the name of your website one more time? www.travelingstogie.com. Thank you very much, Viral. Thank you. So we are here at the CANH Golf Tournament, and we're standing with Victor Vitali. He owns Ortsak, and you are the Cigar of the Year this year. I am. Thank you. I'm, I'm displaying very proudly my... Two Guys Smoke Shop honors Ortsak Bulletproof Cigar of the Year 2011 plaque. Outstanding. It's a great cigar. It's a great value. And how are the golfers taking to your cigar? They love it. Absolutely and, uh, love it. Are you offering multiple sizes, one size? What do we got going on I brought here? torpedoes. Of course, I brought it in the EVA Bulletproof material box with a zipper, so the golfers are really interested right now in taking it with them. Putting it in the bag, it's crush-proof, water-resistant, so if they hit a water shot, All they set. can walk in with their cigars to retrieve the ball. Outstanding. No problems. And uh, does everyone get a watch? Uh, if they leave their business card, they got a chance to win a New England Patriots watch, a Boston Red Sox cooler bag, and a Boston Red Sox duffel bag, some golf balls, some lighters, and Very a couple of empty beer bottles once we finish up. Very good. So you guys are out here in the direct sunlight. You have no shade here whatsoever. No, but we're drinking beer to hydrate. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you very much, uh, and uh, we will see you on the show soon. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. All right. I'm here with Todd Cumes from Villiger, and uh, what, what do we got going on over here? Uh, what we uh, handed out today for a cigar was the uh, La Libertad. Hold that up close. It's uh, actually the only cigar on the market today that has the uh, Peruvian wrapper and binder combination. So very unique, very nice. Um, we gave away the... Uh, the Grand Robusto today, which is a 56 by 5 very nice cigar. Um, great event here for all the retailers in New Hampshire to keep the uh, the taxes in, you know, in check. Got to keep them in check. That's right. Well, we appreciate you supporting us here at the CA, CANH, and uh, looking forward to uh, more something. Events. <laughs> Welcome to my hole. All right, I am here. <laughs> With John Hart, hey. I'm standing at his hole. What hole number is this? This is one five fifteen. Fifteen. We're 131 feet from the pin. All right, which is uh, eight strokes for the average golfer today. 
Uh, these guys are fairly horrible. Yeah, I just noticed that you gave away some uh, bushwhacker cigars. That was Shh, keep it down. It's a secret. No one can hear us. This isn't being aired for a couple weeks. Yeah, so that's a good call. I should stop yelling then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, just an interesting fact you may want to point out to some of these guys. That little green thing right there, that is for washing golf balls. Yeah, yeah, I saw the cops talking to you. Is that what that In- was about? Interesting other fact that I learned today. You learn something new every day. Today I learned two things. you got to keep your pants on on the golf course. You're Didn't frowning. know that. There was definite frowning. Oh, yeah. So what are we handing out today, John? <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, we're mostly uh, passing out some undercrowns to the more experienced guys. A lot of guys are trying it for the first time, really falling in love with it. Nice. Yeah. So do you find that, that the undercrown is actually helping uh, – take strokes off their game um not necessarily but they're definitely driving by with a smile on their face after they've taken their first couple of puffs off of it outstanding and uh, otherwise had they not had that cigar they'd be frowning because they just shanked the ball into the bridge over there well usually they're frowning after they talk to me because it, I'm, I'm, it can be rather vicious sometimes that you can be actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've heard some of the commentary yeah we've tamed it down out here on the radio but uh, appreciate that yeah no problem all right. Well, thank you very much, John Hart, for supporting the CNAH. Can. Hang on. How do you say that? Can. Can. C-A-N-H. I said it right. All right. We got it. C-A-N-H and uh, helping to fight taxes, keep them low. Absolutely. Up here in New Hampshire. Thank you very much. So I'm standing here at hole number 11 with Eric Hansen of Hammer and Sickle Everything. And it looks like you have a little bit of everything here. It's important to come prepared. I agree. As, a, as a former Boy Scout, you know it's it's very it's very it's about it's all about focus. So do you have your Swiss Army knife in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Oh. <laughs> you want to start that again? <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> I love senseless banter. All right. So uh, what is it that uh, what is it that you get at this hole here? Uh, a cigar. Just a cigar. We give uh, cigars away at a cigar event. Now, uh, I'm, I'm wondering, I see the hammer and sickle vodka there. Is it true that you're giving out shots to anyone who does not hit well off the tee? No, absolutely not. Today, is a, we are focused on our cigar brand today. Outstanding. Giving away tradition series, five-year-age Connecticut shade wrapper, three-year-age Dominican filler and binder. Paints the line between mild and medium body. Mm, delicious. It paints the line. I haven't heard it said quite like that before. I like it, and I, I 100% agree with you. Well, thank you very much for supporting the CANH. Here at our annual golf tournament. I think I'm going to bring up the pretty girls that are there. You know, I'm going to mention them. I'm hoping he's going to actually Here, go ahead and you know interview what? Them. Why don't you take over the interview? No, no. You make them believe like they're not even there. What is it? Because you're a married man? Is that, is that what the problem is? Ladies, hi, girls. Say hi. Hi. What are your names? Kelly. Heather. We're here with Kelly and Heather. Actually, I'm not even going to pay attention to Eric anymore. Here, take this. So uh, what are you girls up to today? Not much. Just passing out some cigars. Very good. Do you feel the uh, cigar is being well-received today? Yeah, definitely. And uh, would you say that the cigar is taking strokes off of people's game? No. It's not. If they come in, they weren't that good. They're smoking the cigar. They're still not that good. It has no magic powers. Is that right, Heather? Right. Fair enough. Thank you very much, girls. Thank you. All right. I'm up to hole number 12, the Brick House Hole, 91-rated cigar, uh, voted Best Bargain Cigar of the Year by Cigar Aficionado. I'm standing here with Sean Poser, the rep for the brand. Sean, how's it going out here at uh, hole number 12? Pretty good. A lot of guys are doing pretty well out here. It's a gorgeous day. You couldn't ask for anything better. And uh, we've got
got a little family of geese over here that are just watching and paying attention to what's going on. So I noticed that there's a large body of water in the way here. How many balls have gone into the drink? Uh, quite a number. As a matter of fact, the first guys threw, at, uh, they had a rough round. Three went in the drink and one in the woods. So <laughs> do you, a good start. Do you get anything if your ball goes in the water? Is there like a, like a mulligan prize here? Uh, no, there's no mulligan prize. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so if you uh, if you don't have it going on, you don't have it going on, and that's it, huh? That's it. So what do we get? At, what do we get at this hole? What uh, what size are we smoking today? We're smoking a Churchill today, and uh, with the brick house, and uh, that was the one that was rated ninety one. Outstanding. Well, thank you very much for supporting the CANH Cigar Association of New Hampshire, and uh, we look forward to doing this again next year. Wonderful. Thank you very much for putting this on. It's my pleasure because I I actually did it all. Okay. <laughs> I am here at Lucky number 13, probably the best hole on the course because we've got the very handsome, very dapper, very golf attire, Max Bickler from Rocky Patel Cigars. How's it going today? It's going great. We're on hole 13, giving out Rocky Patel 15th anniversaries, but we don't stop there because we're also doing a competition. Pay attention, guys. Competition today. I go first. I start off the group, and then everybody who hits a ball after me and gets closer gets a second cigar. Outstanding. Always looking for a way to kind of wedge yourself in there and uh, and get your share of the market, huh? We got to set ourselves apart. That you do. And I noticed your lighter. That thing is ginormous. How many jets on that thing? Five flames. Five flames certainly will hold up to the wind. And we got a little breeze going on here. You're having no trouble lighting your cigars. That's why we brought it today. Outstanding. Well, thank you so much for supporting the Cigar Association of New Hampshire and uh, helping to keep the taxes low, if not completely out of the state forever. Let's say completely out forever. Glad to be here. Thanks. Thank you. All right. I am standing here at the uh, 13th hole, and so far this is the only female golfer that I've seen in the tournament. So what is your name? Carrie Lukaitis. Carrie, uh, so great of you to come here and support the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. We really appreciate it, helping to keep uh, the taxes out of our great state of New Hampshire. And uh, do you smoke cigars? I do not, but my husband loves them, so I'm here supporting him and collecting the cigars for him. So he gets two for the price of two. <laughs> he does. Perfect. He does. <laughs> Perfect. How are you hitting today? Um, not too bad. Not too bad. Except for that First last shot I'm right there. That was a little rough. That was a little Looks rough. Looks like the face opened a bit. Maybe you had the, the ball teed up a little bit, but uh, so far you're having a good time. The weather's been good. The weather is beautiful. It's a perfect golf day. Outstanding. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. You're welcome. First name, Mr. Last name, Jonathan. Yeah. We're going to have a friggin' man-to-man <laughs> episode on Cigar Authority. Time, right? <laughs> All right. So I'm standing here with uh, John Carney uh, from La Flor Dominicana. His fly's down, and uh, he doesn't seem to mind. This lady's walking around. He's just got it you know, kind of swinging out there. What's going on? Got to keep things smooth here during the uh, CANH uh, golf tournament. That you do. Smooth and free-flowing, apparently. Absolutely. So what uh, cigar are we giving away today? Uh, today we have our Double Lajero uh, 660 Maduro. It's a, a real full-body blend, uh, not really in Dave's category of smoking, uh, so we'll have something special for him. But uh, probably the fullest-bodied cigar that's out here at the tournament today. I would say, yes, that's definitely the fullest-bodied cigar that's out here. Um, how's the uh, how's the tournament been going? tournament's been excellent. I couldn't ask for a better day for it. The, uh, the crowd is great. Everybody's a big cigar smoker. It's been nice to kind of have uh, have some time to sit at each hole and talk with everybody about the cigars. And uh, it's been a lot of excitement. Real happy about it. 
Nice. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. We hope to have you on for real uh, in, uh, in the not-too-distant future. Pleasure. I'm going to uh, I'm going to call this out now. There's going to be a uh, head-to-head Mr. Jonathan versus Mr. Jonathan soon on the Cigar Authority Radio. Wow. You're, you're actually trying to say that there's a second Mr. Jonathan? I've never heard such crazy nonsense before. You've heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Our pleasure. Thanks. So I'm standing here with Eric Kilbane from Castro Cigars. How's the day, the day going? You're actually playing. Oh, we're playing today. We're uh, we're about five under right now through about 12 holes. Uh, we got a beautiful day, which is proof that God loves cigar smokers. That is that is actually proof. And I I actually heard from a couple members on your team that you are the one carrying the team. Uh, that is absolutely not true. Oh, all right, all right. Maybe I maybe I misheard. I said maybe it was that that you're not carrying the team. No, well, that's probably more like it. But so, I'm buying the beer. <laughs> That's a classy <laughs> play right there. Well, thank you very much for coming on, and uh, we'll have to have you on the show for real. Absolutely. All right, Eric. Let's, nice meeting you. Thank you. Let's do it. I look forward to doing anything that Dave uh, wants me involved in. Outstanding. Thank you very much. Action. And this brings us to hole number 16, which is Christoph and Mike Ferraro. How are you? Great. Beautiful day. Enjoying the sun. What's thank, better than that? Thank you so much for you guys uh, supporting the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. Appreciate it very much. Our pleasure. And you're passing out what kind of Christoph today? We get the relatively new Cristania. It's, I, I'm telling people, it's a perfect morning cigar. It's mild, but it's full-flavored. Nice price point. You can find that at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Yeah, thanks. We're, the cigar we're showing today is the Robusto size. It does come in three sizes. Okay, beautiful. And the guys are taking to it right away? They love it. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, thanks again for supporting the Cigar Association of New Hampshire. Appreciate hey, it. Anytime. All right. So I managed to uh, chase down Kurt Kendall from Twin Cigars and 724. How's it going today, Kurt? Excellent. Couldn't be better. The perfect day. The weather's awesome, huh? It is awesome. It's like cool, no humidity, nice temperature. Everybody's got a smile on their face. That they do. Uh, have you got any feedback from the golfers themselves? Everybody seems to legitimately be thrilled and uh, having a good time. Everyone's smiling and uh, having cigars and beverages. Nice. And you've made the rounds. You've said hi to everybody at this point? I'm trying to. trying to hit everybody and say hello. I, I still haven't run into my teams personally, but... They're probably just busy winning the tournament. Outstanding. I heard you sold a ton of tickets. We did. 144 tickets in about 10 days or less. And uh, the raffle's going well, and everybody's uh, on board, ready to go. Any plans on expanding this out to more golfers next year? Absolutely. I think we can probably double this easily. the show for real real soon alright thank you thank you have a great day so we are rocking and rolling here at the uh, first annual CANH golf tournament and I'm standing here with Mike from El Tianti and now what do we have going on here we're running a little uh, hunting contest Uh, everyone that comes to the hunting green here is going to get a free El Tianti cigar if they make the putt they get a second free cigar and they chip it in, chip it in. I'm going to a bottle of the rum that I have. But yeah. How many people have opted in for the chipping? Uh, I'd say about a half dozen. 
Half dozen. Anyone no, close? No one's come close on a chipping. We've had one person make the putt. I may have to bust out a chipping wedge and show them all how it's done. Show me your skills, man. All right. I'm not in the official tournament, so I won't expect a bottle, but if I get it in, I'll expect a cigar. You can have a cigar without that, and I will give you a bottle if you chip it in. Outstanding. Thank you very much for uh, being such a big supporter, and uh, we hope to have you back next year. We'll definitely be a part of this next year, no question. Thank you. I'm standing here with Rick Gadway, and I, I understand you helped uh, put on this golf tournament. You're one of the higher-ups of the CANH. Is that true? Uh, well, yeah, I guess. it was. Uh, it, it's definitely been a group effort. Um, this event by far has been our most successful. It's been a grand slam. Everybody's happy. You know, I, I can't thank the vendors enough. Here at Amherst Country Club, it's, it's, it's just been a grand slam. They really have been very accommodating, uh, especially with not all golf courses let you smoke actually out on the course. And not only are they letting us smoke, but they, we actually have tables here where people are giving away cigars. So if people are definitely smoking, almost everyone here has a cigar in their mouth. That's got to feel pretty good that you found someone willing to back us at that level. It, it feels great. And, you know, more importantly, um, the, the consumers that, that bought the tickets to come play here in the tournament, they're as happy as can be. It's great to see them walking out with, with their, their pockets bulging with cigars. You know, Everybody's just very happy here today. It's nice to see when consumers get it. They understand why we're here and they're supporting. In fact, everyone that we've talked to has mentioned the CANH by name and has been very thankful that we're putting this on and raising money. And again, it's got to feel great to be part of, of uh, such a big and helpful cause to keep taxes out of the great state of New Hampshire. It, it, it definitely does. It's a great organization. Um, Dave Garofalo, at two guys years ago, said to me, a rising tide raises all ships. It does. And uh, completely get it locked, stuck, and barrel. Uh, I can't say enough just how, how well this organization is really. You know, we've, we've worked very hard to keep New Hampshire cigar tax-free, and God willing, we'll, we'll definitely keep doing that. God willing and C-A-N-H willing. Definitely. Well, thank you, Rick Gadway from Federal Cigar. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. So I'm standing here with Johan from the Davidoff Distribution Company. And uh, we're at the 17th hole. We're almost done. What do you say about the day, Johan? It's awesome. Awesome. Guys are having a great time, and I can't believe you got me on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually been planning this all day. There's a reason why you're at the 17th hole, so we could get ourselves psyched up to interview you and uh, and completely distract you with David like we did. So thanks for playing along and being a good sport. So uh, what are you guys handing out? Macho Triple Maduros, the um, four and a half by 50, and... Um, Nice, strong, full-bodied cigar, so hopefully the guys have eaten something before they uh, smoke it. I think that's a long shot, but uh, what uh, what else are you giving away? Looks like you got some cutters, too. Absolutely. Can't leave these guys without uh, cutters. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and we're definitely, now that we got kind of popped your cherry here, we're going to get you on the show for real. <laughs> This is the 18th hole, the last hole right now. Hi, Dave. Thanks for coming to the CANH uh, golf tournament, first annual golf tournament. How many of these have you done so far? This is the first one. Interview? Oh, yeah, we've done 18. So you got 17. it down. We've got it. You got it down. <laughs> well, there's a couple of uh, glasses of uh, vodka in one hole, and another hole we had some um, President Day beer. Oh. Uh, smoking way too many cigars. Is that possible? Is that even possible? It's not even possible. It's not even possible. Not even possible. Uh, not at this place. Everybody's yeah. having a good time. Yeah, it's a, a lot of fun. Day. Great day. And uh, just thank Alan and all the boys for uh, being part of this. Uh, yep. I can't thank you enough, all of us in New Hampshire. What is it that you're handing out? This is the uh, Black Market, relatively new. Nice medium-bodied cigar um, from Honduras. Nicaraguan wrapper. Sumatra binder. And a unique blend.
blend of Panamanian and Honduran filler. Sure is. And congratulations on uh, Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year through Alec Bradley. <laughs> Everything is going good for Alec Bradley. It's having a great year. Yeah, having a great, great year. Great. Well, thank you again for uh, being part of this event. Always good to be with you, Dave. Thank you. you know that. Thank you. Always good. Thanks, guys. Okay, Mr. Jonathan. It was fantastic and a lot of money raised. I have the numbers here. What do you think? I think it was a really good time. It was nice to see people who you would expect uh, cigar retailers to be in competition or consider themselves to be in, com- in competition with each other and be competitors. But really, they view each other as comrades. So everybody getting together for the same goal because really our fight as, as retailers is against taxation and keeping the government out of our wallets, keeping them out of our living rooms, keeping them out of our lives, and having them do what they're responsible to do, which they suck at, which is fix the roads and take care of infrastructure. Yeah. We only have each other, us retailers. And, uh, and I know people listening in from different states all over the country. Let me tell you, uh, retailers, get together with your retail competitors. They're your friends. They're your comrades. It's very, very important um, because the government, you know, sometimes they're not out there trying to put you out of business. They don't realize it. They're ignorant, and they don't know that um, a move they make or a taxation they're going to do is going to put you, a family-run business, out of business. Which is crazy because every single time they impose a tax, it puts someone out of business. You'd think they'd know it by now, but they don't. Well, and it's been working out here in New Hampshire uh, so far so good that uh, we sit down with these legislators, we talk to them, and they listen, and we'll be able, we've been able to keep away the taxes on premium cigars in the state of New Hampshire right now. Let me find something made of wood because i got to knock on wood. Um, because we got this United Cigar box right here. There we, there we go. Okay. Uh, it, it is uh, oh so po- important, and... Um, Despite how good of a retailer you are, you can be taxed out of business completely. Absolutely. And i got to thank, again, all the manufacturers that participated in this. Uh, without them, it wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened. So they're putting their money with their mouth is also in uh, providing cigars for everybody. I think everybody had a great time. The money that was raised was about $30,000. And, and, again, I want to stress the fact that you know, at each hole there was a cigar manufacturer that was represented and they weren't there like this was just another day at the office i mean they were outside they were having a good time some of them uh we'll say roy kirby was on that first hole the poor guy had no tent standing out in the sun all day what, five hours yeah and just taking it and being happy to see everybody and they tell loved about it. the cigars they, they were saying to me they they ended up loving it uh spending time with each foursome as they they, they came up that they had some quality time instead of one in, one out real yeah. quick. They, they ended up spending a little quality time with each one. So I know with the success of this, and, and we've already talked, some of the retailers already, and said we're doing this again. It's a first annual. We're going to do it again, and we're, look, we're looking forward to it. And what's, what's great about it, you know, we talk about the trick-or-treating factor in cigar events where it's, it's not always cool to be walking around with your bag and having your hand out. This was so different than yeah. that. You did get your cigar at each hole, but you got a little rundown on the cigar, and it didn't matter who the manufacturer was or what you had in your bag, everybody was friendly and there was no trash talk and it was really everybody had the mindset of being there in the in the with the mindset of let's keep taxation out of the state of New Hampshire. A win 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 as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely. The first annual Cigar Association of New Hampshire's golf tournament, a win here at Amherst Country Club. So why don't we throw it back to ourselves? <laughs> All right guys, yeah. take it away. <laughs> Us 
Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. And uh, we have all the uh, different manufacturers. This is the end? This is the end? This is the end. This is the, that the was end. fast. My God. It's almost like it happened in an hour and 20 minutes instead of two hours. Well, again, I want to thank uh, all the cigar stores that turned out and, and helped us here in the uh, Cigar Association in New Hampshire, helped all the retail cigar stores out, um, and that includes uh, Castro's Back Room, Twins, Top Shelf Cigars, Two Guys Smoke Shop, and Tobacco Haven. Uh, they make up the majority of what the Cigar Association of New Hampshire is, and uh, without them... Listen, you, you just can't fight these battles by yourself, Certainly so can't. that's the important thing. Anyone out there that uh, whatever state you're in, get an organization together. You know, it's going to take time and money, but uh, without it, you're going to be a tax state, and it's going to get worse, not better. This is the only way to do it. Also, most importantly, is the manufacturers who we asked 21 manufacturers. Uh, we were looking for 18 of them for one for each hole. We asked 21. 21 said yes. So uh, they know how important it is, too, and that New Hampshire is a strong uh, cigar-smoking state, and that's because of the zero tax that happens on premium cigars. Thank you to uh, Perdomo, Oliva, General Cigar, Miami Cigar, Jay Grotto, Altadas, Ashton, E.P. Carrillo, C&C, Ortsack, Hammer & Sickle, J.C. Newman, Rocky Patel Cigars, La Fleur Dominicana, Drew Estates, Christoph. Camacho, Alec Bradley, My Father Cigars, El Tianti, and Villiga. 21 out of 21. Can't thank you enough for helping us out here. Uh, they've been uh, very supportive all these years. Don DeCappa coming up from uh, retired, coming up to, to support it, uh, thanks to him. Uh, Victor Vitali, who put this organization together originally with us, and we had our first meeting in, in his offices in Nashville, New Hampshire. Thank you for that. And uh, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep fighting. And uh, I'm urging all uh, the people in all the states that listen to our show, uh, if you got a retail shop, you, you have to fight. If you don't fight, you're going to get hurt. Uh, fight back. Don't don't let them do this to you. It doesn't have to be this way. Let them know we're cigar smokers and we're voters and we care. So uh, that's enough. the most important. Part. Keep your hands out of our out of our humidors, for God's sakes. All right, uh, uh, t- live from Amherst Country Club in Amherst, New Hampshire. We're going to sign off. Thanks everybody for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week on the Cigar Authority. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers. Radio Network. here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me. But you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado Cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado Cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady, too. Desperado Cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado Cigars. The lowest-priced national brand in the land. 
I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. We're trying to save some money around here. You hear? Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices. 